welcome to the newest episode of The Movie Babies. I am Devin. And I'm Sean. And we're here this week to talk to you about some movies that are coming out and their trailers. That's what we do here. But before we do that, we like to get a little familiar with our friends here. And we're going to have a little fireside chat. Boom. I want to know, did you see any movies this week that you thought were good, interesting, worth? Not this week. A couple weeks ago, I saw Moana which is the newest Disney movie. It's a musical, right? It's a musical. Uh, the guy who did Hamilton. Lynn emmanuel uh, uh-huh. something? I don't remember. Uh, you were so close. Yeah, uh, uh, he it. did the music for it. Um, but most importantly, Dwayne The Rock is in it. Oh, yeah. And he looks really weird in this movie. That's my takeaway of this movie. Well, you know it's he an looks, animated movie, right? Yeah, but everyone else is kind of uh, animated in a realistic way. Mm-hmm. And he's like a weird, like, Hercules where he's kind of half god, half human. Oh, okay. He might be a full god, I forget. Okay. But he looks so strange. It's very distracting. His face is like a pumpkin. <laughs> I just, I, I, that made me it hard to get into this movie. It's an average Disney movie. Is uh, it um, like a buddy cop movie? How come she's with The Rock? She has superpowers, which are unpredictable, and there's no rules for, which she can use the water to do stuff. <laughs> Not what I thought you were going to say at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's a god who did this bad thing in the past, and she has to help him deliver it to okay. this thing. It's a redemption story. But he doesn't want to do it. So, yeah, they're like a unwanting buddy cop where mm. he I don't need a partner mm. I want to just hang 10 <laughs> okay, okay. Um, nice but anyways The Rock sings a song in it and that's a, that's also the best part let's see it because Dwayne he's the best part and the worst part of this movie yeah I have a feeling The Rock is going to become quite a prolific figure in the spring and summer trailers that we're going to review I he's in a lot of shit really out. hope so if we can just have Rock The Rock Show Mm-hmm. That should be our spinoff podcast. Yeah. All rock movies all the time. Yeah. Oh, what did you see? Hopefully uh, a movie with The Rock. No. I mean, the this movie would have been improved with The Rock. <laughs> New segment. Yeah. Is it better with The Rock? <laughs> Always yes. Last night, I saw Nocturnal Animals, and it's the new Tom Ford movie uh, who did A Simple Man. Uh, he's a designer turned director, and I think that speaks volumes of what he's capable of doing as a storyteller. Like a fashion designer? Yeah, he makes things look pretty and doesn't know how to fucking tell a story. Uh, I, it's a very spoiler-heavy movie, so I'm not going to say much about it. Go see it. It looks awesome. It looks really pretty. There's a lot of night animals in it? Um, I mean, metaphorically, yeah. Mm. Yeah, everybody's in it. Is it like the lobster? No, it's not really like the lobster. Um, but that was just another movie I knew had animals in it. Yeah, it doesn't have really, but that's okay. But uh, it's got Amy Adams, it's got Jake Gyllenhaal, it's got Michael Shannon. If that sounds like a good group of faces to stare at for two hours, mm-hmm. you're gonna love this movie. Myself, I found it to be not that great, but maybe that's for a discussion another time when we can talk more about why. Well, the discussion right now is the movies we reviewed. What we reviewed Passengers with Chris Pratt and... <laughs> you keep saying J-Lo, but it's J-Law. Uh, well, we'll let the episode yeah, agree be to the disagree. judge. Uh, Assassin's Creed. With Michael Fassbender and Millennium Courtier. And the movie... Did you say that one right? You're giving me crap about the J-Law. The wickedly talented. <laughs> and then probably the biggest... Uh, 
blockbuster of 2017 will be A Dog's Purpose. Yeah, the WTF trailer of this whole episode. <laughs> uh, you can catch all of these trailers in the links below or by going to our website, www.moviebabies.com. Roll that episode. There's a reason we woke up early. Devin, this podcast is going to explode. I've got to go. No, Sean. You you die, I die. We all die watching Passengers 2016. We got a special guest with us in the house. Special for this guest. Trailer, Mr. We Christopher. Woke, we woke Patton. him up from his uh I woke up chamber. early. I woke up early. 90 years yeah, too early. We have a uh, celebrity Chris Patton. <laughs> celebrity hardly. <laughs> well, this is the future. This yeah. is future well, I am a former podcaster, and I guess you could say I'm back in the saddle. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, good to have you in the house. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Uh, Trailer Wars veteran and rel- uh, re- relative. Relative, I was going to say. He's my resident <laughs> trailer expert, Christopher Patton. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for mm. being on the show. My pleasure. Tell me about this Passengers trailer. So I've seen it about 1,200 times by now. <laughs> They've been running it pretty hard. I think it hard. was called Gravity before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've been running it before the kids' movies. They've been running it before the horror movies. They've been running it hard. Mm-hmm. Is that because it's a genre-switching trailer in the middle? It kind of gives you kind of, but it's a bad sign. I think it's a bad sign. Well, like, was if, it? it's, if it's meant to actually appeal to that broad of a group, it's not a good sign. Well, I thought I saw a Wally. Wasn't he at the beginning of the trailer? Yeah, they got a Wally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why it was so shocking when they show you a second robot. The second robot reveal where the camera like jolts down and shows you the robot legs. Yeah, so you're this, supposed to be shocked. This, Holy shit. The setup of this trailer is this is J Law and Chris Pratt. Uh, Pratt. The ultimate celebrity Hollywood couple you could ever have. Dream team coming here and they're like, Oh, they're on a cute date. I'm I'm into this movie. Yeah. And then they the, work at a radio shack or something? I want to know more. <laughs> they work at a radio shack. Tell me more. And so you're getting into it, they're at a bar, it's very shiny esque, and then all of a sudden, ba 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 bam pans over. Yeah. They're in space. The the waiter, the bartender, he he's a robot. Freaking robot. He has is robot it, legs. And is it just that I already knew about the movie? Is it not it's not shocking at all? No. No. Like, the trailer right? wants I mean, you it to looks like he's it. on a fucking spaceship. This first the shot is like time. you're on a spaceship with a robot. Yeah, it's There's not. We're not thinking. That. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Got uh, got the two stars. They're in space, but what happens? Well, they wake up too early. They're in some kind of hypersleep. They're going to some distant planet. We don't it's know. It's going to take millennia to get there, and so all the passengers of this big colony ship. Are in this hypersleep, similar to like Alien I mean, aliens or Wally or Wally. Or Wally. Yeah. Um, this is a lot of a lot of movies, really. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> no specifically Wally. We've <laughs> yeah. compositely seen this movie ten times already. Uh, he's and she's Eve, and she's looking for oh, the plant okay. life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so those these two wake up. They've got a hundred years to spare before everybody else wakes up. Everybody else is still on the ship, right? I think so. Like they're yeah. all sleeping. Right? They're all sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. They wake up early, and they're like, "Oh shit! Guess what?" By the time they wake up, we're going to be dead. And they can't wake anybody else up because that would just be, like, killing them. 
I mean, we don't know oh, okay. those answers, but I'm assuming the movie has some made-up reason why they can't wake him up. Sure. It seems like movies have taught us that a pretty big percentage of people are going to accidentally wake up early. Because that seems to happen every time <laughs> well, somebody wakes up early. It's like, who's it going to be at this time? That's movies my life. That's me in the morning. If I wake up in the morning, that's it. I cannot go back to bed. Yeah. You like, build a robot? Yeah. <laughs> so this movie speaks to me in that sense. Like, this is my nightmare. I get it. Like, I get it. You're up before the alarm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's part of the day. And it's, it's, it's torture. So I relate to Chris Pratt and uh, J-Lo. Hold on. Okay, we'll pause it. What did we just talk about? You just got done calling J-Law J-Lo. I just call it J-Lo. Are they different? No, it's the same. I think it's the same. They both got that booty. They got the booty. (laughs) Um, Are we collectively over these two actors by now? Chris Pratt has definitely He's burned me welcome. in these he, last couple movies. Yeah, but movies. like for national audiences, he just got here. Like for most, it's like Guardians, Jurassic World, and this is his third movie okay. to most people. Anybody that wasn't familiar with Parks and Rec is just like... Yeah, I think most people probably pretty are. new to them. Yeah. yeah. And the Jurassic World, he really rubbed me the wrong way, I think. Yeah, being like, ooh, no, I don't want you in this one. Mm-hmm. But Guardians, I'm still into with him in it. Because he's just being himself, he's but now it's guy. like if he does anything but just be himself 100%, it's awkward. Like, I think this is really strange to watch him try to look serious. Yeah. In Magnificent Seven, was he kind oh, of right, playing the same guy? That. that was the other one. He that. was so himself yeah. in that one. He yeah. was definitely Star-Lording, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> I didn't, like, and kill it, people. For and it took me out of that movie with him. Because he can't do anything else. In Magnificent Seven, yeah. So let's get up, let's have him be in the Guardians movies. <laughs> and the Park and Rec movie there, make someday. Yeah. Okay, but he, at the very least, is hot right now. Yes. And yeah. J-Law is... Os- just they're just throwing Oscar nominations out for everything. <laughs> mm. So didn't we think that this was going to look better? On paper. Yeah, yeah like it looks so clean. <laughs> mm. It looks mm-hmm. like, it just looks like a rom-com at first. It's very disappointing. Yeah. I, w- I would almost like to s- just stick with it as a futuristic rom-com with those two <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. not have a dangerous well like, stop pretending it's a serious movie so yeah. that's that's the twist right is that it sets up as a rom-com and then all of a sudden it's like no shit's gonna go down yeah. because not only did you wake up too early which would have been a fine movie uh this him like and her running around just having a constant like, have, date like, like did you the umbrellas of shrimp hours a day <laughs> Did you see? It's like that Last Man on Earth show. Yeah, If you yeah, yeah. watch the first episode, it's him being the last man on Earth, oh, and yeah. he's just running around it's a town, pilot. just breaking things, doing garbage stuff. It's like I want to see that in this movie, but instead, you get they, a season full of like a dozen cast members, and they're just always Lawrence populating Fishburne. the shot. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne is in the he's shot back. of this trailer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He has been in every trailer we've done so far. In every show we've done, Lawrence Fishburne has made he an appearance. In, he was in John Wick 2. What was the other one? He's thinking of Forrest Whitaker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it, I did the racist <laughs> thing again. Oh, man. He's also thinking of the right. Tony Cox from Bad <laughs> Santa, too. And the, the Black Widget? Yeah, see, I know his name. taller for this movie. All right, well, see, we did it now. He got his name. studied under actual little people for years to play that role. <laughs> so we've got 
these these pretty actors. We've got this kind of like uh, worn territory setting. They kind of allude to the sh- something's wrong with the ship, and they have to like maybe go repair the ship, or like they have to kind of put on some spacesuits and go out into space, or something's going on. And then at the end, Chris Pratt's like. There's a reason why we woke up. He knows some shit. And that's a great line. That actually sold me on this trailer because everywhere else you've kind of done, but that line of, like, no, the twist is, I know why we woke up early. Right. And then the trailer ends. Like, that's a good line to wanting me to see it in the theater. Like, yeah, what? Do you you know? Yeah. But isn't that, like, pretty much... The second to last line of the movie. Oh yeah, in all likelihood. Yeah. That's that's oh the third act really thing. Where... I know people. This is a common complaint. That you show the whole movie thing. Yes. Sometimes we can get away with it. This one's like they're really showing the whole thing. Like oh, yeah. he could have just put out three more words and we saw it. Yeah. Basically. Well, yeah. The problem is they show him self-sacrificing himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, man well, sacrificing so fast, himself. You die, I die. Yeah, yeah. I get the impression that we're seeing this in somewhat of a chronological order. It's, I'm not sure why I'm thinking this, but that when he goes out to maybe like repair the ship or whatever and is doing something dangerous and she says that, it's kind of like, okay, they're together, they're a team, they're mm-hmm. going to do this. And then a little bit later, we're going to find out that he knows. And you know they repair the ship and they they get back and there's something else goes wrong and that the fact that he knows or maybe caused the reason why they woke up because he wanted to like date rape her for like oh, the next God. ninety years. <laughs> so this took a real turn. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This is my theory. <laughs> and then when he lays that on her, the third act is her just it's The Shining and she's just running around the ship just <laughs> yeah. like Shelley Long and like, yeah, trying you know to get there, away from this maniac. There is a shot where he's got the sledgehammer and he's very weakly hitting the <laughs> space go. door. And we've got the bartender from The Shining. And the oh yeah, same guy. It's like the Ew. robot version yeah. of him. Wow. And he's running around with a hologram axe just it's trying to get her. It's a sexy Shining. Yeah. Sexy, <laughs> sexy <shining>. space Shining. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Shining in, in space, space with, with zombies. zombies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay, uh, celebrity guest Chris Patton, what do you think the twist is? What the do you twi- think that he knows? Hey, I don't know if he knows, I don't think he knows the whole time, but I think he discovers, and I think it's going to be a everything happens for a reason kind of thing where, um, where like, some genius, the guy who designed the ship, knew there was a flaw, and he knew two people were going to have to wake up to save everyone else. Mm-hmm. And he picked these two people specifically because he knows how to repair shit, oh. and she knows how to save plants or it's something like, the like that. Chosen one, yeah. And they, they, he couldn't tell them, but now he knows they'll make the right choice, and then they will both die to save the rest. Of the people, oh, it's a sacrifice. I think they both. You die, I die. That's I think you that's die, it. I die. She that's revealed it. Oh my god, she it's revealed it all. They're Jesus. I hope so. I want to see <laughs> Chris Pratt die in more so. movies. When he died in There's, Magnificent Seven, I was like, yeah, oh man, good. He that's really died in that one too. Yeah, that, um, is that his new thing? Is, I hope so. And I heard in the Jurassic World one, he just gets eaten on a toilet. <laughs> like that first shot, he's that's like, man, it's fucking great to be back in Jurassic. Oh shit! Right off the ship. Here's my here's my here's my question. Mm-hmm. You have one. Are the or it's the big question. It's the one everyone's thinking. Are the robots bad? Are they bad robots? Is this a two thousand one space odyssey where the robots are going crazy 
and they're evil robots. That's your question. That's we, my question. We know they're going crazy because of the best shot in any trailer in the year 2016. Oh. There's no <laughs> way one can top it at the last minute. We're halfway through December. Of what's that guy's name? Michael Sheen. Mm-hmm. Face planting on the bar <laughs> and then sliding <laughs> down the bar. <laughs> it's the best. Did you I will see that? the movie. I didn't have to. Okay. Someone, Someone already, already did. did. Yeah. Good. Someone did it for me <laughs> because it's such a no-brainer to yeah. gif that reaction. It's the best <laughs> shot of the year in a trailer. That's true. It better happen. If it happens like in the first five minutes of the movie, I'm out. Yeah. I'm just gonna be like, oh, <laughs> we gotta so work already. I've seen it. Blew it already. I can't. What I what I was <laughs> hoping for. <laughs> is that that happens somewhere in the middle of the movie when shit starts going wrong with okay. the ship, and every time they go in that room for the rest of the movie, he's he just in the background just with his face, <laughs> and it just turns into the running gag of like, you know, oh shit, fucking this guy's well, still and going. And then out. he's the who, whose gun is it? Chivok? Who's his name? Oh, what? The Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun. Is he the Chekhov's gun? Where? He somehow saves the day by doing the, the head robot. He slamming. like flings a bottle over and it like and it, shatters and, oh, and hits it, a button. And it hits. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah, could be. Maybe the robots are the passengers. Oh. And the people exist solely to deliver them. Yeah. That's unlikely. The, like this new space <laughs> colony needs a new robot bartender. I guess when I read this movie was being made, I know we're just judging on the trailer here, yes. but. When I heard they were going to be in it, like, she doesn't... Jennifer Lawrence doesn't have to do a shitty movie. She could do any movie she wants. Pretty much. Chris Pratt could probably do most movies he wants to, unless they require real, like, acting chops. Yes. (laughs) So I sort of felt like, oh, cool, this is going to be, like, a gritty space movie. Like, maybe it'll be crazy. I don't know. But it feels more like that freaking movie about the kid from Mars who's dying or whatever. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, that trailer. Yeah. You do not know what that is. It's yeah. uh, it just looks so bad. Mm, just kind of know. milk toast. Yeah, sci-fi. yeah, right, yeah. Well, it reminds me, how, cause didn't Gravity get nominated for? It won a lot of stuff. Yeah. It, it yeah. won a lot of stuff. It yeah. seems to me they were like, cause neither neither of them have won. Award? No, no J-Lo. 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 I think has won two Oscars. Mm. So she's at okay. least been nominated for three. So this this seems a little bit of a oh, no, no, grab. No. Who directed this? Do we know? Yes. It's Morton Tildum? Nope. nope. <laughs> well, that sounds like a <laughs> who did Disney bad guy. <laughs> he did The Imitation Game, mm. but written by guy who wrote Prometheus, Doctor oh, Strange, interesting. Van Helsling, the new Mummy movie. Ugh. This guy this is, is all over the place. A, this is not going to be an awards movie. No. Just no, no this chance. Is, this is no some chance. light sci-fi fare. Yeah. This is like, so uh, sci-fi has been mainstreamed enough that most of the sci-fi movies that come out are date movies or something like that. That's weird, right? Yeah. Has this, it been like that since like Oblivion or was is it that's kind of like a new... I feel like it's the young adult stuff. It's the Hunger yeah, Games stuff yeah. and... Mm-hmm. All, all those franchises that have got regular people to go, oh, yeah, sci-fi, on a spaceship. That's not weird. And this movie, it. to go with your date analogy, it definitely sets up both things. In the beginning of the trailer, you get the more romantic side. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, they're alone together yeah, in this whole spaceship. Real good lines. They're going to have some hot, steamy, 
PG thirteen, <laughs> some PG thirteen quality. Stuff. But then the second half of the trailer is pure like things are blowing up. He's putting on his alien gears and he's going to get in that mech suit, mm-hmm. and they're getting ready to like battle something. So the the romantic of the couple is going to fall for the first half of the movie, mm-hmm. whereas the alpha tough person of the relationship. Yeah, so it's like so yeah, it's like you want to go see it's this movie. Pandering. Yeah, it's pandering to heteronormative yes. culture. Yes. A little bit for everybody. Uh, this movie, December 21st, which is weird because, yeah, December, I feel like that's more of a family movie type release. You think they'd save this for February, oh, get that V-Day yeah, love. Maybe. This seems like a Christmas Day thing that I'd go, I've probably seen movies like this because on Because your mom likes Chris Pratt, you're... Cousin wants to fuck Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. in space for the nerdy kid. It's got Katniss in it. Like this is a this is made to appeal to ro- everyone. Robots for the kids. Yeah. You get that wall. The look of the movie is like so soft and unchallenging and clean. It looks like the Apple Store. Yeah, they're just like. <laughs> so this is a great time. Can you home alone it? It is home alone. Home alone. home alone in the Apple Store. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Is basically what this movie is. I love it. And his his uh, talk back is just he, like the iPhone. Wait, isn't that Career Opportunities? The iWatch. Isn't that the movie where they get stuck in the mall? Well, I it's don't think I've seen that. Cup, one. Oh yeah, this is Pretty like sure Career Opportunities in zombie space. movie. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Um, Are there zombies in this movie? We're in space. They Are might there be, zombies? be zombies. They've risen from their sleep. Uh, that would be great. They didn't rise because they're all dead. They're and they're all they going to rise yeah. on the black moon. Mm. And they all become zombies. And then Chris Pratt and J Lo Law are gearing <laughs> up and they're taking out these zombies I hope so. in space. Uh, yeah. Fingers crossed. That, well, black, that... that black guy from the Coke ad is so pumped for this movie right now. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> like does, that, a lot. <laughs> does that segue us into rating this trailer? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. Um, Chris, as, to... our, as our guest, can can we, I explain to you our rating system? Well, I, I don't know if this is imposing, but I've brought my own rating system inspired by your rating uh, system. Ah, uh, We'd love to hear it. Okay. So your guys' rating system is, of course, based, as I've heard in the first two episodes, Mm -hmm. based on the Regal Cinemas Coke pre-roll ad. Yes. Mine is based on the Regal Cinemas Pepsi pre-roll ad with the girl from the Pepsi commercials. Rival. (laughs) If anyone remembers this one from around the year 2000, the girl who was in all the Pepsi ads, they had a two-plus minute long video of her walking into a saloon and yelling at all of the people about the rules of Regal Cinemas. Holy shit. Do you yes. remember this? We'll, remember we'll definitely this. link it in the description. Definitely yeah. link it, and I'm sure you'll get the audio clips for my three possible okay. Okay. ratings. Okay, so go for it. <laughs> Alright, so um, <laughs> if, uh, if I'm giving a positive review... The very best. Yeah, the very best review is I don't want to hear any cell phones or beepers. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to hear no cell phones or beepers. Okay, because I'm enjoying the movie. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying the movie. Get that stuff out. The maybe, but you're on thin ice is keep your eyes on the emergency exit. And keep your eyes on the emergency exit. (laughs) Just in case it goes south and you need to run away. And you need a bowl? Yeah, yeah. And then the, the negative, the worst review is no smoking. And no smoking. (laughs) 
God, I do remember this trailer. Yeah, it's over two minutes long, yeah. So those are the three options, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to give this trailer no smoking. Not lighting one up for this one. No, because it looks so vanilla, Mm -hmm. and because it shows so much, and because I'm so disappointed in what these two movie stars have chosen to do with us. Mm -hmm. Good call. So I'm giving it a no smoking. And of course... You guys feel free to use your rating system, or you can well, use mine. It's not the system. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. what's being a little wacky world where <laughs> Pepsi is on top for all of this? Pepsi has reason. paid me to <laughs> push this system. Uh, Sean, what's your rating for this film? All right. I agree that this is worn territory. I'm pretty personally tired of seeing both of these actors for a little while. I think they need to, like, take a trip to Africa and get their heads together. And... Uh, I think it's going to be a long movie that I'm going to be mostly pretty bored in and I might fall asleep in. That sounds like a no smoking uh, endorsement. Wow. But I'm going to say I'm going to keep my eyes on the emergency exits (laughs) just because I have a hope that the third act twist is that it becomes The Shining on a spaceship. <laughs> it's high, it's it's wishful thinking, but... So if it goes any other way, you're going to be very disappointed. I'll be very disappointed, okay. and, I'll be, and I'll be very mouthy on the next <laughs> podcast about that. But I don't know. I feel like, given the uh, visual references, it could happen. I agree with both of you. I'll start off there. Everything you say is true. Two things we haven't discussed, though. One... Remember that dirty, dancey, sexy walk she's doing on that table? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that kind of sold me. That mm-hmm. sold me on the romance side of this okay. movie. And then, um, and then the second part that sold me was, there's a reason we woke up early. Mm-hmm. That line, still in my head. I want to know that reason. I don't know what it is, but I'm very curious and if a trailer needs to do one thing, it's that. It needs to give me enough of an unanswered question where I want to see the movie for that answer. And while it does give a lot away, it doesn't give that part away. So with that said, no cell phones or no beepers because I want to watch this movie and I want that answer. <laughs> Very divisive voting here. Wow. One um, in each, though. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. So... Yeah. The I mean, system. <laughs> well, we'll all have to come back once this movie hits the theaters on December 21st and see if our opinions change. Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Well, until then, keep your cell phone and beepers silenced and one eye on the emergency exits. And remember, no smoking! We work in the dark to serve the light. We are assassins. I am a god. What's up? We're gonna do some talking <laughs> and rapping. You wanna start? You wanna start again? What are you talking? What are you doing right now? That's the that's the song that they used in the first trailer for Assassin's Creed, the oh. Kanye song. Oh, okay, well, this we watched trailer three. You yeah, know, I know they removed the song, but it's still the best All part. Right, so you're making our this. listeners do a couple leaps, right? <laughs> you know this, right? I just wanted to stop you before you kept going. And now that we're all on the same page, continue your little bit. That's it. That was the intro. This this is Movie Babies. We watched Assassin's Creed, and now we're going to talk about it.
All right. Well, and very straightforward. No, no going off scripts, okay. which we have none. So mm-hmm. this is already problematic. Kind of like this trailer that we just watched. Yeah. What is going on in this movie? So Assassin's Creed, based on the popular video game series, or was it just one game? There's like 20 of them. There's a bunch of them? Yeah. Okay. All I know about this game is that it's like parkour pornography. <laughs> yeah. You're jumping off of every building. Yeah. You're flipping up. What are those things called? Fire escapes. And sneaking up on people. Okay. Smoke bombs. Okay. Knives. Little daggers. And they take place in different eras in history, so there's like a historical element. I think there's always a historical element. And it changes. And I think it changes. Okay. Because in one, he's in a ship. Is it always the same character that any time travelers? I think there's multiple, and I think there's brothers. Here's okay. the thing. I haven't played the games, but I know some of it, and I know the games are confusing. Oh, okay. So they're trying to get 20 games worth of history. Mm-hmm into one movie. Well, it seems like, though, as harebrained as it is, it seems like they came up with a good method to be like, all right, if we got to satisfy this whole franchise that's been all over the map, all over history, here's our way we do that. We get a person who is the blood relative of someone significant of the time period, and through this weird, like, danger room... Uh, uh, stuffed animal claw grabber like waistband that he wears he's able to go the, the person is able to go back and and inherit the memories and thoughts of the person in of the era so that they can navigate that terrain to get an artifact for this Assassin's Creed and, Illuminati. And see that's the problem that was your elevator pitch yeah and I'm already, like, I'm off. I'm off the elevator. I'm downtown now. (laughs) Fucking John McClane crawling through the air shaft. This is the thing where it's like, I haven't played the games. I don't know the whole story. But I know if that's the story of the games, you need to change it. Yeah. Because... That doesn't work. If you're, if the main premise is he goes back in time, guess what? You have a time machine now. Mm-hmm. The end. Mm-hmm. He has this weird Root Goldberg machine that's like something from like aliens. Like it comes like Terminator 2. It comes down. It's like swinging him around the room. Yeah. And this machine makes you go back in time? I don't know. Like... I just love in a lot of sci-fi movies, our reality is in the future, things get smaller and smaller. Mm. Like, computers are smaller. Phones are smaller. We Mm. have the iWatches. In movies, things just get bigger and more complicated. His time machine thing is the size of a stadium. It's like a huge office room. Massively convoluted. And so, while the whole time he is in the past, he's in... (laughs) Uh, the Spanish Inquisition era. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. He's running around in those times in the body of his self. But but his, someone he was relative yeah, to? Yeah, okay. But in our time, or in current time in the movie, he's attached to this machine and just flailing his body <laughs> like around. Like a little puppet. He's like Pinocchio. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> jumping around and doing all this crazy shit. And then the doctors and, like, the scientists that are watching him are just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Because is his movement in the real world matching what yeah. he's doing there? Yeah. So if he's, if he's boning a girl, mm-hmm. 
Is, is or, he taking off his pants? He's taking in the shit. real world. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, I hope dookie. there's a scene where he where he's like, oh this this uh, Spanish Inquisition era hummus is not agreeing with my modern world intestines. <laughs> Excuse me a moment. And he just goes into a corner, and then it cuts to the scientists all just like averting oh, their no. eyes in the classroom. Like he's taking a shit. Yeah, I I think he's taking a shit. We've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> we need to abort the Assassin's Creed. So that's not even the start of the confusing plot. Okay. Because now this trailer, at least this trailer, gives you a little bit more of the plot, so it's a little more details, because the first two trailers are just nonsense. Yeah. Like, you can watch that one a hundred times, you still no won't know what's, what's going, going on. You know he jumps off a building. In this one, they at least introduce, there's like an artifact of an apple. They're looking for something that they're calling the apple. And it crushes your rebellion gene? I don't what? Know. I'm like, assuming that because they chose an apple, it's like supposedly like to represent some type of knowledge. Yes. Okay, because that seems like the dumbass like because yeah, writer way to do that. <laughs> Everything has to relate back to the bi- the same right. Bible stories. Right. So the, I'm guessing the team that sends him back needs this thing for whatever they're planning for the future, and I'm gonna guess that it's a. They, he finds out their plan is something bad, mm-hmm. and he's got to he, he gets turned on. He's got to he's got to turn on the assassins. Um, but so yeah, they want that metaphor of the apple. But then you get weird ass lines, which give them the apple, they win. <laughs> like that's not that's not intimidating. <laughs> no. That's not something you can build a movie off no. of. No. It's like, oh, did you see that new assassin movie? Oh yeah. I heard they wanted an apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're oh, fighting God. after this apple. It's like really good though. We got Michael Fassbender. He's kind of been on a streak of like heroic, badass guys. He's right? in a lot of uh, yeah. He was in that X Men movie. I think he was in the movie Frank. I think he was the guy under that big huge mask. Did not see that one. Um, I know he he was Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. He was in Shame. Yeah, that's the is that the you see his wiener in that the movie. wiener one yeah. Oh. Is that the tie into Frank? Perhaps. You see what I did there? Um, sorry, we immediately got derailed. Oh, he was in, he's been in superhero movies. That's what we're trying to say, right? And he's been, something interesting, he's been signed to this film since 2012. Oh. This movie has been in development, and oh, he's been attached okay. to. He probably came in when like he, he was at the beginning of climbing his ladder. Yeah. Like pre-Magneto. And just got stuck and in got it. And stuck. That sucks for him. <laughs> it's like, he gotta be this weird ninja man. Or maybe he's just like a secret gamer. Right, and he's like, that could be. I love Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. It's my favorite, it's my, it's my favorite one. I hope that's the case. And it's like a Ryan Reynolds Deadpool situation. Yeah. He's just like, no, I, I need the, the perfect time. script for this. <laughs> you keep wanting to simplify this plot, this plot cannot be simplified. No, we need to make it more confusing. We need to that's make it more confusing, because that's the game. Has a video game movie worked before? Ooh, that's a good question. Because we started, do we start with the Super Mario movie? Super Mario movie is the first thing that came to mind, and that is a failure because of how badly it fucks up being like the game. Yeah, because it's nothing like the game. It's nothing like the game. And and now that I'm an adult and I can look back and I can be like, you know, yay or nay about the decisions they made. But as a kid, I was like, he's not wearing the overalls, he's not shooting fireballs, he's not... He, and like, he's not doing the Mario. No. He's, he's not swinging <laughs> like his Captain hips Lou side to side. 
do the Mario. Very missed opportunity there. The other ones that come to mind are like the, not Wolfenstein, but Doom. Doom, Doom with the rock. the rock. Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, a bunch of those. Yeah, a bunch of those. I guess my question is, they know there's good video game stories out there, right? Like, why is there not a Zelda movie? Why is there not... Like a Mega Man. Un- un- Mega Man, Uncharted, uh, mm-hmm. Last of Us. All these have very interesting, very easy stories mm-hmm. to get. And so it's funny that they pick, like, Assassin's Creed or Mario. They're plumbers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems... I could silly choice. It's I want I kind of wonder who it's appealing to in those situations though because if you're a fan of the game and you're not just getting the game, are you disappointed? Yes. Or if this is to be like, well, the game had some cool shit, but we can like kind of develop that and do things in the movie that the game can't quite do to get like a different audience if that's what they're going for. And just banking on the fact that someone might recognize the title as like something they've seen and be like, oh, I'll go see that. Yeah, this trailers too. It's it's hard. It's a hard sell because since they're trying so hard to explain the plot, you get distracted from the action and from the other elements of the movie. Yeah. So it's like. You're not even, like, if you told me, oh, is this going to be a good action movie? Honestly, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. I was just trying to figure out that plot. Mm. The only action I remember is him diving from high places yeah. and does lots of flips. I feel like he's less of an assassin and more of a like a, a diver. Because mm-hmm. he just dives off of a thing, he just flips. And even at the end of the trailer, he dives perfectly into, like, a body of water. Yeah. Is he just a diver? He might just be an Olympic diver. He just might be Maybe uh, that Michael was his Phelps. Skill set when as as a um, you know, they picked him up off the Olympic Olympian diving team and were like, Look, <laughs> we need a guy who jumps off of this church into this kiddie pool filled with tapioca. <laughs> he's like he's the originator of like his relatives are the clowns who could dive off of big diving boards and Jump into, into a, a little glass cup. of water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, yeah. You have it in your blood. No, we, we need that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this. I'm very frightened. Well, it is a bummer because I mentioned those other video game movies. I feel like this is not going to do well because no one's going to, no one who doesn't know what the games are, are going to look at this trailer and be like, oh, this was like a good jumping on point. Mm. It's going to scare them off. It's too confusing of a trailer. It's going to scare them off. And that's going to send Hollywood the message that video games are not good basis for movies. Yeah. And this is like, no, man, have you played a video game now? They're all movies. (laughs) There are many movies that you push X every two minutes. Yeah. If you, like, Uncharted and The Rest of Us, and I don't know these games because I don't play video games, but, like, those are the ones that are very... Hailed as cinematic. Right? They're very cinematic. If they just cast Scarlett Johansson to be in the in in the movie adaptation of yeah. those plots, do you think that would work, or is well, it like what's for the point? Sh- no, for sure. Because Nathan Drake too is even like his body's based off of uh, what's his face, the guy from Firefly, uh, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. Mm. Like he even looks like Nathan Fillion, mm. so, and yeah, they're they're very movie plots with characters and like twist and that one's very indiana jones types 
Well, do you think it's better to just start to meld the two mediums and make video games more cinematic with like having real actors in them or voice? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're already doing that, right? Already Ellen doing Page that. was in like a video game, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And and just kind of keeping on that and keeping these things out of theaters and on systems, or is it worth doing I think, it this? No, way? I think you do it because here's the thing about Hollywood: they need stories, they need interesting, fun stories. Mm-hmm. And it's just another thing to rob. This, yeah, it's another thing to rob. They yeah. did it with. They finally figured out, like, oh, hey, comic book has hundreds of years of stories we can just yank and totally mess up and <laughs> totally mess up. But it's making them money, and yeah. at least it's like interesting if you're a fan. So I think, if the very least, if Hollywood took some of these better made games and tried to be true to the essence of it, mm-hmm. I I think both parties could. Find happiness. When is Hollywood gonna start like plundering like blogs and like cookbooks? <laughs> I mean, they already did. Isn't that Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh, that great. That started off as a blog fan fiction uh, of um, Tween Light. What was it? What? Tween Light. Twilight. 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 I really <laughs> struggled on that one. Is there any rock you can hide your story under these days that Hollywood won't? No, because guess what? That hands. rock is Groot, mm. and it's going to walk up, and it's going to start moving, mm. and then those ideas are going to come out. I think we've joked about this before. Mm-hmm. Breakfast cereals? If they started making, adapting breakfast cereals into movies? Well, they have the game boards, right? They have mm. all the game. They have Battleship. Oh, yeah, 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 the board games. They, they have all the board games. Yeah. So breakfast cereal, is yeah. there going to be... Count Chocula. Count Chocula. Lucky Charms, the movie. Frankenberry. Yeah. Having those three, like, instead of doing this new Universal Movie Monsters idea that they want to roll out, I say scrap that. Get the rights from General Mills to do uh, the the Halloween-flavored cereal characters you do, as a franchise. You do Monster Squad. Yeah. And you make yes. all the monsters from breakfast, breakfast cereal. Because that's also, like, kid-friendly. Super. Yeah. Because now kids are... Because that movie was kind of worked because... It was in that time where kids that age were watching those Universal Hollywood right, movies. They were on like the reruns. They were on TV, and that's all you had. Yeah. But nowadays you couldn't really pull it off. But all kids nowadays have breakfast cereal. Yeah. And they still make those cereals. And they still make those cereal. So <laughs> if the cereals come to life, yeah. And it's Frankenberry and Count Chocula. Yeah. God, like that's it. good. I like it. And then it's the Lucky Charms uh, leprechaun Lucky? Mm-hmm. just running around. The Trick Rabbit. The Trick Rabbit. The Cocoa Puffs guy, Sunny. Oh my god, I'm just, I want this. And then you market the cereals with them. Yeah. You go perfect. to the theater, you have you bring a cup of cereal with you. I think we just did it. We Hollywood? fixed Hollywood. Are you listening? It's us, Sean and Devin. We're the, we're the ready to babies. bring you down. <laughs> Alright, let's rate Assassin's Creed, which we hardly <laughs> talked about. <laughs> Didn't we? Was there not cereal in this movie? <laughs> is Assassin's Creed not a breakfast is cereal? Not a breakfast cereal? Just daggers in it. It's like that Simpsons episode. <laughs> um, are we gonna stay with Chris's Chris Patton's? System? Yeah, let's let's go for it for the episode. Okay. Nice. We'll stick with this. So, uh, boy, I'm gonna go. No smoking. The bottom tier. Which is the worst rating you can give it. Because I'm mad at this trailer, and I'm mad that this movie's made. And you're not going to take it anymore. And I'm not going to take it anymore, but I probably will see the movie. You're taking the tip of the movie. This trailer doesn't make me want to see the movie. 
I have um, some hooligan friends that are going to make me see the movie, I think is what's going to happen. But yeah, just like on watching this or any of the other two trailers prior trying to sell Assassin's Creed, it just looks like fucking garbage. No smoking. Wow, Sean. That's, I can't believe you gave it that rating. Yeah. Because that's the rating I'm going to give it. Yeah, no smoking. Mm. None of this trailer makes sense. When they tried to explain it, still doesn't make sense. Maybe someone's out there is like, what do you mean? So simple. Cool, dog. <laughs> I rate this movie no smoking. And here's the main reason. Who is he assassinating? The movie's called Assassin's Creed, and he's not assassinating someone. He's on a uh, fetch quest. Yeah. He's That's the side quest of a video game. I don't want the side quest of him trying to find an apple. I want the main storyline where he's, like, assassinating. Just cutting throats. Yeah, like, street. he's killing a king that stops. Like, he's killing Hitler. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's doing something where he's changing history or something. Yeah. I don't know if that's what those games are, but your movie's called Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's in the Sh- title. Shouldn't you be doing ninja stuff and less diver stuff? Maybe maybe we're reading it wrong. Maybe it's ass ass in, in Creed. In Creed. Oh, it's a Rocky sequel. Yeah, exactly. Now it's making sense. Mm-hmm. We'll go see this movie and see <laughs> if we can make sense of it. But until yeah, then... That was Assassin's Creed. If I can get you licking and loving, I have my purpose. Ethan, why do you always have this dog with you? It's like a girlfriend replacement or something? (laughs) The dog's laughing at you. Dogs don't laugh. (laughs) That's funny. You know, here at Movie Babies, we have a real simple motto. If we can get you licking and loving, we've done our job. And we just watched A Dog's Purpose, a trailer that's blown my mind into a million pieces. But what is his purpose, and how does it include bacon? Oh, man. It's like that bacon bits, or what was the dog food? It's bacon! It's bacon! Bacon, 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 bacon. bits. I think it's bacon bits. No, that's what you put on your salad. Oh. Bacon bites. You, I don't think you're supposed to put that stuff on your salad, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Anyway, you're it's just that, really into bacon. It's that commercial. It's dog food commercial. The movie. <laughs> uh, d- d- adapted. I had, I had to double check to see if this was actually a real movie going to theaters. Oh, it yeah. is. That's it's, it's going to theaters. Uh, adapted from a novel. Do- adopted from adapted from adopted. We adopted this little book, baby. He's <laughs> so cute. What's his purpose? We don't know. Uh, adapted from a novel from a writer who did Living It Up with the Brats. Oh man! And directed by the guy famous for What's Eating Gilbert Grapes, The Cider House Rules, and Chuck a Lot. Hmm. Well, fucking a. Uh, this felt like an adapted from a novel mo- trailer, didn't it? Yeah, for sure. What why, it, why do you think that is? I was just going to ask you the same thing. You can kind of smell it on movies lately. <laughs> because I mean, one is like, oh, that's not Transformers or a card game turned into a movie or whatever. So is it a YA thing? Is it like, you know, is it some book? And I think what usually tips it off to me is the Suspender Rock soundtrack. Go on. What I mean by that is they often have these, like, 
Now, I can't cite my bands because I'm not super familiar with the genre, but like these Mumford and Sons kind of mm-hmm. goofy white guys oh. stomping music with lots of oohs and ahs. Yeah. Oh. Once you hear that shit on the soundtrack, you know your movie has been adapted from some whack ass Oprah book club book. Yes. Uh, that's true. My tip off was if you have the words, it all begins with a blank uh-huh. in your movie, it's probably an adaptation because they're just lifting the narrative narrative structure of the book. And they're like, ah, uh, how do we put this in a movie? I don't know. Yeah. So it, the trailer reads like a book. If we can use this opportunity to take another saying that needs to oh, the ban be list. removed from trailers and add another one to the ban list. Because what was the first ban list? The first induction to the movie Baby ban list was, I don't even know what that means, from Sing. And in this trailer, they do one that's just got to go. It's... Well, it all started here, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Yes. Let me start at the again at the beginning. Yes. Fuck that. <laughs> Don't do that anymore. Especially, it's bad enough when you see it in a movie. When you're doing it in a trailer, Christ. It's like you're getting ahead of yourself, dog. Yeah. Now it's appropriate. That's appropriate. This trailer is two minutes. You can just start. You can just start at the beginning. It'd be I'll, fine. I'll make it to the end. Yeah. Don't worry. In fact, you can show me every scene out of order, and I'll put it together <laughs> that it's a trailer. I get it. I, I, I can piece this together. Yeah. What is the, So tell me the main purpose of this movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. I guess we haven't even discussed why we're so outraged by this <laughs> mind melter. Well, hopefully everyone watched the trailer before they listen to this. But here's the deal. We've got this anthology type story where the consciousness of a dog well this this consciousness keeps being reincarnated in these different dogs Mm -hmm. that fulfill different roles in people in different people's lives he's a cop dog he's a cop dog he's a boy's best friend He's a he's like woman's a, post-divorce he's like a like pervert, best buddy. Like grabbing girls' butts. Yeah. He's doing all these kind of tasks and learning what it means to be a dog. Learning lessons. He's like about life. there's a huge there's a huge message of this trailer that what's the meaning of life? Is there a point to anything? Is there a point to this movie? I hope is my question. that we find out that this dog... Bailey, 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 Bailey. This dog is God, and that (laughs) just turning the word backwards was it. Like, that was the trick all along. It's like, the dogs have always been our God, and... uh, Wait a minute! Yeah. Like, he's looking in a... It's like, the the kids are... It's a little kid riding it. It's like, D-O-G, you're my dog! And then there's a mirror behind him, and they turn, and they're like, Oh my! And then he's god. like, "I am a god." And he's like, "No, not God, dog." dog. Uh, and then he's like the overlord of the world. He's like, "I know my purpose. It's to enslave humanity." Um, yeah. Okay. So okay. Yeah. It's a dog's consciousness flying around into different bodies. Fine. Great. Awesome. It's got a homeward bound. Look who's talking, talking. Kind of narration. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Fun. Here's what is bothering me about this children's family movie. You're going to see this dog who you get a bond and connection with in each one of these chapters fucking die like five to seven times. That seems 
so cruel to yeah. do to a child. They're like, what movie did people like? Marley and Me? Hmm, how can we top that? How can we do Bambi but harder? More gritty <laughs> Bambi. Bambi, die harder. Oh, God. I can't. This... The theater is going to be flooded in child's tears, and mothers and fathers are going to be so distraught that they well, took their kid to this movie. And even this trailer sets you up, because it's like him and this boy, and you've seen the boy grow up to a man, mm -hmm. and the dog's with him, and then you see him with a family, and you're like, mm -hmm. oh, this is a cute family movie. And then halfway in the trailer, he's like, and then I die, kids. Kids, I'm dying right now. And you're like, Wait, what? Yeah, and I don't think this is gonna like normalize death for kids and like get them in the mentality. Well, of, like, no, because it doesn't dies. normalize death no. because he keeps coming back <laughs> exactly. into different dogs. Yeah, I, you know, this I might be, be mistaken. Terrifying. I'm not an expert. Everything I know about the dog afterlife and a lot of my afterlife is from all dogs who go to heaven. Right. So my question is, how does this play into that? Because are they are they going to heaven and he's coming back? Is this dog not making it to heaven? Because nope. that movie says all dogs go to heaven. It does. Uh, this dog obviously has some unfinished business, and that unfinished business is to find out what the meaning of life oh, is. is. Which, that's what dogs are. Holy shit! I hope it ends in like this kind of Don Hertzfeld kind of way, where we he goes through all existences of civilization from like Egyptian times to like you know, passenger era, like, spaceship going to an, colonize a new planet. He's in passengers. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and humanity fucking finally bites the big one, and he's just sitting as this dog floating in space, just like this, like, 2001, like, like, orb of goo, uh -huh. and, and just sitting there pondering what it all meant. And it just gets super, super if dark. They, if they have the scene from 2001 Space Odyssey <laughs> where it's just 20 minutes of weird space lightning, <laughs> I am a must-buy. Mm -hmm. um, well, going back to the first trailer we watched today, Passengers, my question for that movie was what made them all get on the spaceship to leave Earth? Mm -hmm. I think this movie tells us a dog's purpose was to destroy the earth yeah. and take it over for himself. Yeah, exactly. And all dogs took over that earth and all the humans went in a spaceship. Yeah, and, and what we find out in Passengers when Chris Pratt's like, there's a reason we woke up early, and then and him and Jennifer Lawrence turn around and they look at all the pods of the people in their little hyperbolic chambers, uh -huh. and one by one, dogs start exploding out of their chests like <laughs> chest busters. Little corgis and little shih tzus like just start popping out of people's chests and, and, and they're just like in their little chambers they're like, kill me, kill me. And they have to get out the flamethrowers and just like incinerate all their bodies. Well that does explain the passenger scene where Chris Pratt is putting on the mech suit. Exactly. He's gonna go, he's, he's like, get away from there you bitches! That's the future, is that Marvel has gone into everyone's mind where now trailers that don't even seem alike all part of the same universe. <laughs> Alright, we've got this dog trying to learn a lesson, he's reincarnating in all these different ways. Here's, here's my question about this movie. Because mm -hmm. the, the trailer's sending me mixed messages. But what? Does the dog keep his memory or does he forget? Oh, I because think he, I think he, it's collective. The narrative choice of the trailer shows that the dog knows he's being transferred into all these new right. dogs and being right. reincarnated. Yeah. But then there's a line, have we met before? The dog uh, says okay. to a man. Right. 
wait, dog, do you know these people or not? Hold Are on. you keeping your memory? What if? What if? This is some kind of like graduative process where you, you know, you you can be reincarnated as a dog, but then when you figure some shit out, you can be reincarnated as something else. What if uh, the person that he recognized mm-hmm. used to be a dog? <laughs> and they reincarnated into this man. So that's, so that's the purpose. The dog's purpose is... Figuring out reincarnation. To, no, well, you got to figure out what it's like to be human. And once you do that, you get to become a human. So that's okay. the thing. All dogs go to heaven, except for the ones that go to hell. And Man. hell is living on Earth as a dog. <laughs> and you keep doing it over and over again until you learn what it's like to be human. And when you do that, the blue fairy pokes you on the nose, and you become a beautiful young boy. Okay, okay. What if it's the reverse of that? What if because (laughs) humans are such shit, you have to figure out what it means to be a good human? Oh, so it's like an evil wizard turning people into dogs. No, 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 no. It's actually you're graduating in the reverse of how you'd think. Wait, so is there an evil wizard or no? I think the evil wizard is in us all. And we're trying to defeat our inner evil wizard and graduate to being reincarnated as a dog mm-hmm. where life becomes simpler and you're, you're th- and, and then you're reducing all this like, oh, I'm worried about my iPhone update or I'm worried about getting parole or whatever. I don't have opposable thumbs. All that shit goes out the window. And then you're just focused on what's the meaning of life. Mm-hmm. So it totally mainstreams your existence to just that. And the, the line about how does bacon fit into this. How does bacon fit into this? You know, that's what we're going to find out. That's the real answer. He's got to get to the bottom of this. That's a real question. You know, I need sustenance to live, but I'm only living to be a companion to these lesser life forms so that they can eventually graduate to be as good as I am Mm -hmm. of of an organism. And my main purpose is to just figure out why this whole situation exists. And that's when the dog realizes he's a god already and destroys the earth. <laughs> it just blows up. What if that's what happens? I mean, yes. I can't argue that. You, It's bulletproof. Yeah. Um, here's another thing about this trailer. Do people not know what pets are? Do you remember the boy who's like, what, oh, you got a dog? What is that, your girlfriend? No, that's my, that's dog. my dog. Is your dog your girlfriend? How, why would you say that to why me? Why do you not know how dogs work? Um, if you have a pet, they hang out with you. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're dating your pet. It doesn't mean you're smearing <laughs> peanut butter on your crotch and making your dog look yeah, it Yeah, what's, what's wrong with you, boy? I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe. And maybe that's in that dark new Fifty Shades of Grey movie. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay, so it's a bonkers trailer. It's a bonkers idea. Uh, boy, I'm really curious to know what you're going to rate this. <laughs> This purpose of a dog's life movie. What am I going to rate this movie? Hmm, Let me think about it. No smoking. (laughs) There's no smoking for this doggy. No doggy, no smoking. I want to stop doing that voice now. Are you doing Michelle from Gilmore Girls? (laughs) No doggy. No doggy. No doggy. No smoking. No smoking. (laughs) Oh, do not make this movie. Bad movie. (laughs) Laura, why are you making this movie? Why are you making this movie, Laura? Um... Um... Uh, what's the point to life? I I don't know, but it's not seeing this movie. I know that much. It's not for grown ass men, mm-hmm. which were clearly. <laughs> it's not for 
So it's for families, but again, like you mentioned, you're watching a dog die over and over again. Yeah. And I'm assuming in the most grotesque, uh, oh, yeah. like worst ways, like a hit dog. Hit by a car. Hit by a car. Burned in a fire. Uh, skinned by a dog catcher. Yeah. Um, uh, cats and dogs finally having that battle, mm-hmm. a dog catcher catching them. How else do dogs die? Um, being sawn in half in a magic trick that gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. As a Classic dog death. No, you gotta dog, shoot the dog. Shooting the dog, like yeah. old yeller. Like so we won't see that. Yeah. yeah, it's just gonna be like faces of death for dogs. This is harsh. Well, it's like the, what was that Tom Cruise where he dies and keeps coming back over and over Yeah, the day over after again? tomorrow. Yeah, it's gonna be that, like... I fucking hope it's that. Here's my question uh, going off. We're trying to wrap it up, but here's my real question. How is this movie going to tie in? Are all the lives going to tie in somehow? All the people he's met, they're all going to tie into oh, one okay. bow, right? Yeah, yeah. so he, he. it seems like they're completely unrelated lives, but he's actually bringing them together. He's bringing them all together and like... To form the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. And that's our review of Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> Wrapped inside Assassin's Creed, wrapped inside a dog's Yeah, purpose. so we proved it. All these movies are one universe. Yeah, it's one universe now. Uh, Sean, what's your rating for The Dog's Purpose? Um, boy, um, if I'm going to stay in the Pepsi system, which I think I am, here's the thing. I'm going to say no smoking for the rest of the world. I say don't <laughs> go to this movie. Don't smoke, Spare yourself. Save those lungs. You Save don't your need brain. to... Your own dog, your own fish, your own ferret, they're all going to die, and it's going to be tragic and traumatic enough. You don't need to see this drug out in some fucking torture porn dog movie. Save it. For myself, being one who can stare death in the face unflinchingly, I'm going to say I'm going to keep my eyes on the exits. One, I'm curious to know what the through line of all these stories is going to be. Two, I'm curious to know if the girl who was in The Longest Yard and Tomorrowland, Mm -hmm. because she's playing a teenager again in this movie, but she showed her tits in The Longest Yard and (laughs) then was playing a child in the other movie... What side of the fence she's on? Maybe maybe in this she's movie. Uh, maybe she's breastfeeding, and so that's that's your like both sides. You get a little side boob, yeah. But also she's like a parent, so I gotta work? know. So we might edit that out. <laughs> that's a weird thing to say. I've said some weird things on this podcast. That might be one of the weirdest. All right, well, fine. That was our review of a oh, dog's. Wait, well, no. what did you give it? I just told you, keeping oh, yeah. eyes on the exit. Well, and then there's the real question. Mm-hmm. How does bacon fit in? I guess we'll have to see the movie. Hmm. A Dog's Purpose, 2017. That is the trailer we just watched, and I'm dragging this outro out. <coughs> the end. <laughs> That's funny. And that wraps up... Episode 4 of Movie Babies. We want to thank our special celebrity guest, Chris Patton. And if you want to support the show, the best ways to do that are to comment, rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or if you want the main vein to all things Movie Babies, go to moviebabies.com. When you don't have time to watch a two-minute trailer... 
but you would prefer to have two white men and one black man mansplain the trailers to you? I mean, that's any podcast. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Uh, But join us next time for Movie Babies.